0: Hello and welcome to You Are Not Alone. You Are Not Alone is a one-with-one horror actual play podcast. I am Blaine, your host and RPG-loving friend. For the front matter, if you like what you've heard, please consider rating and reviewing the podcast on whatever podcatcher you use. It really does help other people. Find us. If you'd like to suggest a game, be a guest, or just say hi, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me on Twitter at notalone underscore har or via email at youarenotalonepod at gmail.com. This week, we're continuing our game of Pick Me with Brian Sego. Last episode, count 1,234, and the magnificent Fisto left the North Pole and ended up at a shopping mall as Santa gave in to his hubris and entered a Santa impersonator contest. While Santa competed, the toys went into KB Toy Store, where the Count tried to reduce his ruin at the expense of Fisto, who's trying to get a proper robe and wizard hat. With all that out of the way, let's jump in.
1: You're not just chased by the the parent, but the parent has twins. Oh, no. Twins are along. And uh, the three of them are like, you know, there he goes, get him, corral him, like, you know, uh... Whatever, Alphonse flank him on the left, kind of thing. Um, <laughs> but in in uh, I don't know, dashing for safety, you pass the entire Sergeant Sockham McFisto line of toys.
2: Oh, I love it.
1: Like this store has everything. Like this, this like from the uh, limited collector's edition. Version to the like mass market. Uh, You know, there's 50 of them in the rack. There's all the Sergeant Sock and McVistas you could ever hope for are there. But uh, they're just out of arm's reach.
3: Uh, Yeah, I think I was already leaning in this direction. Uh, I think I'm going to use pugilism uh, for the first time, but not in the way that one might expect. Uh, I think I'm going to use my ratchet arm and stretcho arm uh, to try and punch the, like, metal bar that's holding uh, the Sergeant McFisto action figures to try and, like, knock them down and, like, in the fall hope that at least a couple of the boxes break open uh, and I can get a, a platoon to help me escape.
1: Alright, so you're going to break open the, like, shoplifting and prevention bar? Is that what this metal bar is, or just, like, it holds it on the rack? So...
0: Yeah, just, like, the arm that you, like, put into the pegboard
3: that's holding them. Oh, okay oh, uh, it. Got so it. No, so there's, like, maybe, like, ten... Totally get it. ...oxes yeah, hanging it. there. Uh, and I'm going to try to, like, knock that off the board so that they all come tumbling down. Excellent.
1: Alrighty. Uh, it's the risk, but you got a skill. Um... Futurisms that play Devil's Bargain. Um, oh, you you don't just punch down the one metal bar, but the second one behind it. And that releases... Um, oh, God, what's it going to be? Tell me what's better here. Sort of a, like a My Little Pony
2: <laughs>
1: kind of character or... Um, Oh, man. That might be the best. Um,
3: I I do really like the idea of a bunch of my little ponies following me around for the rest of the adventure.
1: Yeah, ponies that are hell-bent on friendship.
3: It's going to be so annoying. Uh, But yeah, 100% taking that devil's bargain.
1: And peaceful resolutions to problems.
2: (laughs) Friendship is magic. Right. All right, let's see here. So that is a four light. A one on my dark die. Uh, I think I'm going to add another dark die and roll again. All right. See if we can get a full success here. Well, we did,
3: but it was on the dark die. Mm.
2: Uh, so I'm going to go
3: up to five ruin as well now.
1: So it sounds like a number of ponies come tumbling down with an array of Sergeant Sokka McFisto action figures. Do you want to describe the mayhem?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like a bunch of ponies get broken out of their cases and a bunch of Sergeant McFistos uh with like the actual weapons. Uh and I like to imagine that they like fire little foam bullets. Uh and I think that the Sergeant McFhisto's actually ride the My Little Ponies into battle, uh, firing off uh, these little foam bullets at these uh, awful twins that are charging forward. And, you know, they're foam bullets fired by, like, these little two-inch action figures. There's no actual damage done, but I think that just the pure chaos of it all is enough to, like, terrify the children. Uh, And I, I have to imagine that they start crying and uh run off and their parents chase after them uh because now they have crying children running through the store um
1: you hear one parent scream out oh my god my contact lens and they just like crumple over like holding your (laughs) eye and it's i'm trying to straighten out a contact lens i got hit by a foam dart
3: yeah uh and so i think we see like the camera cuts to the entrance of the kb toys and we see the magnificent Fisto walking out, and behind him are uh, a platoon of uh, Sergeant Saka McFistos riding My Little Ponies. Uh, and the My Little Ponies are all like, Hey, what's your name? Do you want to be our friend? Um, just to all of the McFistos, uh, just horror uh, at the the overt friendliness of these My Little Ponies.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to think of uh, a good name to i outdo out to me here. Uh, what's the name of the pony that's attached to you
2: that just won't let you go? That's a good question. Uh, I think it has to be something like Sparkle Magic. Oh, yes.
3: Yeah.
1: And sparkle Magic is there. Like The real magic is the friends that we made along the way. And with, you know, the slow motion explosions behind them. Because KB stores burns to the ground. But uh, Sparkle Magic is, is there for you. But also...
2: Wants you to question your decisions in life. Of course. What could go wrong? I understand that that we're each born to a different path, but
1: even though you have such amazing fists, Magnificent Fisto, have you thought about using those fists for a greater good? And then there's like a little...
2: And their eyes sparkle with a friendship magic. well, that's it. Um, that's a commercial. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: uh, I think I have an idea for a reduction role. Do it. Uh, that is truly evil. I think as we're getting closer to getting back to the sleigh, um, I think that, uh, the magnificent Fisto is talking to Sparkle Magic. Uh, and he says to Sparkle Magic, um, my friend over there, count 1234, has been stuck at the North Pole for so many years and doesn't have any friends. Uh, and tries to get, maybe not Sparkle Magic, uh, since Sparkle Magic has taken a shine to me, but one of the other My Little Ponies.
1: You're doing the old drag and drop, got it.
3: I think I'm trying to bait and switch and get one of the My Little Ponies to attach themselves uh, to the count. Oh man, I'll be the worst
1: pony to attach to me.
3: Uh, and that is a two on the reduction roll.
1: I think that is uh, unnoticed, yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So what? Uh, what? My
2: little pony finds its way over to count one thousand two hundred and thirty-four. Oh man, you know how horses have weird race names. Yeah.
1: This is a. It may have a different, you know, fanciful pony name to be revealed later, but uh, this pony has like a little, uh, like a winner's sash around its neck. Um, And it it says, uh, Count one, two, three, four. And
2: Count
1: 1234 sees that and realizes that. This this pony is uh, it shows promise. It it's a winner. It uh, it won at least one race and might win a second, third, and fourth. And um, clearly, it came in first. And this pony is worthy of being counted among the my first counting ring's order of uh, uh, what acceptance. Let us say. Um with caveats because it's a pony. It's not fully capable of counting. They can like tap their hooves and count, like we know. But um yeah, this pony count one, two, three, four is is okay. It can come along. It it, it might um and also if one thinks about regal imagery, often the count is seen riding into town on a regal pony, and therefore this pony is Accept it and I take it in, not realizing this is like the Trojan horse of counting ponies.
2: <laughs> I love it. Oh
3: man. I think I think that the pony sees the count uh one thousand two hundred and thirty-four on your base, uh, and is like, I think we're soulmates. Yeah, we should be together all- forever.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the two can barely walk. I better carry them. I'm going to give myself a condition Mm -hmm. of uh,
2: only one, two, three, four. Fantastic.
3: So, do we think the real Santa Claus wins the impersonator contest? It's
1: worse worse. worse if he loses. kind of want him to lose and, and get angry about it. Um,
3: that would be pretty fantastic.
1: I feel like, uh, you know, that, that thing about Santa Claus uh, lays his finger across his nose and up the chimney he goes. Um, that this comes down to a crowd approval sort of applause meter with you know santa claus number one please step up and up they go and people applaud their hands uh and the applause meter just goes off the charts for the fake santa claus the the one with the tobacco stains and all that business uh, uh the real santa claus is outraged by this indignation like, like, how dare they not recognize the true spirit of Christmas when I'm am here among them? And, uh, um, you know, he he drives a sleigh full of reindeer, and he pulls out that cracking whip, and it's like, whoops, 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 and, like, takes off the top of the Cinnabon, and it's <laughs> it spiraling into the 20-foot-tall tree in the middle of the mall, and the tri- tree, like, tips over, like, and lands in some maelstrom, take it from there
3: yeah i feel like that just causes absolute chaos uh to erupt i like the idea that the like the tree that tumbles down falls on top of the santa that won the impersonator's contest uh i don't know we probably won't be around long enough to know if it kills him or not but it's at least seriously going to injure him um and there is just like People fleeing everywhere. I think that maybe mall security even takes a couple, like, shots, like, pulls out their gun and takes a couple shots at our sleigh as it's riding through the mall. Uh And chaos is raining down.
1: I'm picturing taser shots hitting reindeer. Like,
3: <laughs> I love that. A couple reindeer just, like... I feel like a taser probably isn't gonna, like, fully knock out a reindeer, but they probably, like, spasm a little bit in, like... Go down on their knees essentially before getting back up, and it like causes the sleigh to careen and probably crash into a couple of the like little, like you know, store like the um, like kiosks, uh, yeah. like careens into a couple of the kiosks, and you know, summer sausage and cheese baskets go flying everywhere. Uh, that might even distract some of the reindeer even more. Uh, yeah, I think that probably distracts the reindeer even more, uh, and there's just absolute chaos.
1: I'm picturing Rudolph's red nose overloading, like more <laughs> red than anybody has seen across like the horizons lines. Like, like if, if you're in Minneapolis in North Dakota, they're like, "What's that red glow on the horizon?" And it's Rudolph getting
2: zapped with a taser by monsters. Just-
3: Overloading his nose,
2: I love it. Do we think that that is a ruin role for both of us? Oh man! Or
3: just narr- like a narrative beat? I'm kind of fine with either.
1: I gotta admit, I'm looking at my ruin five, and I'm like, I'm feeling like
3: narrative beat, narrative beat. Yeah, it feels um, like a good narrative beat. You know, we're we're in, like, the back of the sleigh in a, you know, in the bag, so we're probably not at terrible risk of getting, like, tased. Uh, I but, uh,
1: count 1,234's
2: yeah.
3: uh,
1: Google eyes are, are donut rings upon donut rings of wide-eyed amazement. Like, oh my god, I can't believe I got into this. I should have just stayed in North, North Pole where I belonged. Like, I, I had a comfy, cold existence, and I... Pushed it and I shouldn't have. I should have just stayed back where I was. Kind of,
3: yeah. Hands. Is that a good time to ask the question of how many years you were at the North Pole before? Oh, yeah. Uh, this one almost like, uh, Bilbo in Lord of the Rings getting or in The Hobbit getting thrust into adventure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: This is a good time.
3: So, how many years were you at the North Pole by yourself, waiting for a child to want you?
1: Hmm. Sen has been driving the sleigh for a long time. And if you know anything about wood, you can count the ring structure. You can look at the rings and figure out when and where that wood came from. And the wood rings that compose the the form or the body of count 1,234 uh, match the same wood rings of the sleigh that Santa is driving. I have been sitting unwanted at the North Pole since the actual carving and creation of this sleigh.
2: That's rough.
3: And now you finally you finally got caught upon and this is what you have to deal with. Uh,
1: yes, but I do kind of owe it all to, uh, the eBay collector, um, who did the, did their due diligence and, and checked in on wood rings and, uh, how you could analyze the value of wooden toys by analyzing the wood ring structure. And so, uh, what a funny name here. Give me a second. um, The eBay collector. Wood. No, I don't have it. I want something about, like, wood and toys, but ancient. Um, I'm trying to, like, think of a stupid eBay collector name. I don't know. Woodcombs? That's not good. I don't know. Maybe the names are relevant. Delete this from your audio. Um,
3: (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to think of a good... Yeah, I don't think I have one either. All right, for some reason, we'll, my mind keeps going to Jesus was a carpenter. Ooh,
1: that's interesting, though. Um, all right, I'll play with that.
2: 6969, because, 69, you know, it's the
1: internet. All right, yeah. Um, all right, so... Uh, what's caused me to finally land on the the wanted toys list for the first time ever is it an eBay collector who uh, has done their due diligence and research on wood rings, has traced down the actual real history of Christmas. And uh, here are the ten points that you need to know, and then it like, enumerates those, counting them down, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, as one does when one counts. And they have... Through their armchair archaeology, deduced the origin of Christmas, and they know the first Christmas toy was actually a set of wooden counting rings. And they have the date, they have the number, they have the wood rings. They they know where they're trying to find, um, or sorry, what they're trying to find, um, and that's who's and uh out to get me and why I popped back up is because they searched for, or sorry, they posted on the internet sort of a, uh, I'm searching out the Christmas toys of the following models, and it said, my first counting rings, PM. And from there, there was sort of a eBay fury of like, ooh, if they're searching for it, then I could find it. And if I can find it, then I can sell it back to them for a profit. So it's I not really. It's not really that uh, perhaps the child wants me, but the child is convinced the child wants me because their parent wants me.
3: Probably yeah. just going to get sold off. Yeah,
1: if that makes sense. So the, the parent is like, what do you really want for Christmas? I really want the thing that I can resell on the market later.
3: Yeah. That is actually like, when I was thinking about that as a devils, you know, I- it was a great, like, if you hit six ruin. Uh the reality is just that, you know, you get sold off. Yeah. Yep.
2: Uh yeah, I love that concept. It's really good. Sorry to take me a minute to babble my way there. So I feel
3: like that that gets us probably into ring four.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Uh we had the transition to ring four. Uh Mayhem in its own way.
1: Yeah, let me modify the tweak here. Uh, What have we got? Let's see this. Done with the Santa Claus competition, the real Santa impatiently cracks a whip. A sleep deprived sleigh attendant elf is frantically reloading the sleigh so you can leave the mall. I had written in a ruin roll, but I don't think it's necessary. I think we've done enough, honestly.
2: Yeah. Move on to ring four. Yeah, let's do it. Ring four beneath the tree. When you arrive, the child is still awake. A
1: cold wait gives you time to observe through the windows. The smell of freshly baked cookies wafts up the chimney. The child overstimulated. Has planned to ambush Santa and refuses to go to sleep. What about the child? Has he concern for your safety?
3: Looking at the list you have here, I think that the one that immediately jumps out to me, uh, particularly with the the journey that the Magnificent Pisto has gone on, is that the child has a pocket knife and a penchant for whittling, uh, which reminds him of uh, the shady Sugar Plum Fairy. At uh, the party where he almost was eaten. Um, also, it just generally seems bad for toys. Uh, is there so? I mean, I feel like a pocket knife and a penchant for whittling is also probably pretty terrifying for count 1234.
2: Oh totally. yeah.
3: uh, oh. I don't know if there's anything else uh, that you want to add, but I feel like that is equally terrifying for both of us.
1: Oh, my round donut-like circumference is pristine and perfect as it is.
2: Thou shalt not whittle. Yeah. Yeah, that's real bad. All righty. Um, the child's plan to
1: ambush Santa is foiled when they finally fall asleep. They're tucked into bed. Cookies and milk are finally set out. Parents wane in stamina and the lights go out. Down the chimney you go. What terror or temptation should face each of us?
0: Is a good
2: question.
1: There are a couple I would love to hear us talk at. Whether it's angled at you or me as sort of the victim uh, or the person. What do,
3: you, what do you got in mind?
1: Uh, I would love to hear about the midnight refrigerator raid and the eyewitness. Seeing one of us as a living toy.
2: Um that is a good one.
1: And I would love to see one of those toys, Smashbot Inferno or Little Miss Bedazzled. Let's see one of those in play.
2: I'm open to all the others, of course, but Yeah. I like the idea of um
3: The magnificent Fisto maybe finally having to to use his pugilism skills to fight uh one of them. I don't know if Smashbot Inferno or Little Miss Bedazzled is more interesting. Let
1: me ask you a, a question here in the sense of fighting. Trophy Dark, you you fight a monster to escape it. Rather than defeat it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I I can totally see that.
2: Yeah,
3: I like I like the I think Smashbot Inferno is interesting. Uh that claw grip and heat ray. All right.
2: Um
3: and then we could do a midnight refrigerator lead uh leads to eyewitnesses for you and then see if anything else kind of leads naturally from those. All right.
1: Uh, I'm gonna check our lines and veils before I say anything more about midnight refrigerator raids. Didn't have a lot. All right.
3: See, I think. Do you think it's more interesting for it to be like one of the kids in the house, maybe not the kid that you,
2: yeah, uh, are meant for, or maybe it is.
3: I could see an interesting take on it being maybe it's the parent that doesn't want to sell you that tries to make you an offer of, like, a way to escape just being sold to a collector.
1: Mm, That's really good.
2: Ooh, all right. See, I think that...
3: Um... I think that maybe it's the mother who wanted to sell you. And so the father comes down at like midnight.
2: Um, Yeah, I think it is that time where, you
3: know, the milk and cookies uh, that Santa didn't eat are being consumed by the father at midnight um, so that, you know, they -hmm. can make some crumbs to leave for the children. and so he comes down and pours himself a glass of milk, and grabs the plate of cookies uh, that are sitting on the counter. What is Count One Thousand Two Hundred and Thirty Four doing when the father comes downstairs? Oh,
1: I know. I need to be the the one toy this child wants, and I figure if I'm just coated in cookie crumbs cookie dough anything sugary that smell alone will drive the child towards me and so i'm waddling like burk 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 through the kitchen um after some uncooked cookie dough thinking to plasterize it on me and to be frank i've forgotten about a donut ring like a, a Seems impossible that a part of me is is already a sugary confection.
2: Yeah,
3: uh,
1: it's just beneath me to admit that. Um, and so uh, I'm thinking to candy coat myself, so to speak, uh, so that the child understands that uh, counting and calories go hand in hand, and uh, if I'm sweet, I'm delectable and I should be loved the most.
3: Sometimes you got to bribe a kid to learn.
1: Uh, yeah, that's a nice way to put it. It's very generous. Um, so yeah, that sort of sense of noblesse oblige. I'm a, I'm a count and I need to make it important for the children to, uh, learn their lessons. I'm, I'm headed to the kitchen for the sugars.
3: I love it. I think you're chunking your way in there. uh, And suddenly the lights in the kitchen turn on and you hear a voice uh, from behind you say, Jesus Christ, are you alive? Am I dreaming? And you see the father looking directly at you.
1: I look behind me and I go, pony, one, two, three, four, I told you to keep your shoes quiet.
3: Uh, And I think he sees the My Little Pony walking next to you. And he's like, are all
2: fucking toys What's What's going on here? Uh, uh, I don't really
3: know
0: what's happening.
1: All right. With a uh, beloved, what's the opposite of scowl? I'm using my Bambi eyes here. Um, With my cuteness, I'm swaying others with my cuteness. I'm going to say, why? Sir, clearly you are the uh, person selling the counting toys on eBay, and you would want to embrace the loving nature of all of us here in this Christmas season, Um, and you should go back to sleep. This is but a dream within a delightful counting dream.
2: Five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. Fantastic. Uh so I guess this is a risk roll. Yeah. Uh I feel like
3: before we talk about devil's bargains, uh you have a question here. Uh, in this temptation, uh, that is, uh, what uh, what bargain do they offer that repulses you? Oh, yeah.
2: Thank you. Um,
3: so oh, I man. feel like that's going to become
2: whatever the devil's bargain is. Oh, or at least we'll inform yeah. the devil's bargain in some way. Yeah,
1: now I've got the worst thing possible. Oh, no. They don't need me intact. They need me for my parts. They're selling ring one to a collector in Uzbekistan, and ring three is going to somebody in Argentina, and ring four is going to a different collector in France. I will be dismantled and cast across the globe in, in, in untraceable, uncountable parts.
3: Oh, I, so I, I have a potential pitch to add to that that could become the devil's bargain. Yep. Uh I think that the offer is uh, no one has bought the base. So if you uh, agree to it, they'll replace all your rings with plastic rings, <laughs> but your base can remain here. Alright, so no matter what,
1: my base remains, the rings go elsewhere. Is that giving me a way to survive ruin six? I feel like I'm a little off on the devil's bargainness
3: of it. Like yeah. the horror of
1: I'm disassembled and fragmented.
3: Yeah, I mean I guess it gives you a chance. To still be with the child. Uh, mm. You just have to accept being more plastic than you might like.
2: Alright, and
1: i like, get get like, bracelets and friendship bracelets and crap tossed on me or whatever.
3: Yeah. All right, so if you so like I'll... that, I mean, we can certainly talk about other devil's bargains too.
1: Alright, I'm going to reject that devil's bargain. It's fair. And take the, I think, light die for the skill? Yes. Um,
3: yeah, and a dark die for the Bambi eyes. Yeah, so
1: light and dark die. All right, here we go. A six light.
3: Woo! There you go.
1: Thank God, because I was at ruin five already.
3: Yeah, keeping you in the game.
1: Yeah. All right. Six light. Um...
3: Okay, what does your success look like? You have successfully convinced the father that this is all a counting
2: dream.
1: Oh, all right. Um, They came down here for the midnight snack. And I have a donut ring.
3: Mm. And I,
1: I do my little, like, waddle, my little, like, wooden platform waddle, in such a way that it spins that donut... And it catches a little glint off the, the kitchen lights. Kinda makes it sparkly, hypnotic. And the the five, four, three, two, one, the father takes this sort of donut hypnosis and and it works better than I thought. Um almost as if I were a magician.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and the the father says, "Yes, yes. This is but a a dream. One counts sheep to go to sleep. I should count the leap back to sheep, and they start walking backwards, you know, in a waddling way, um, with their glass of milk in hand. And they go back to their bed, and they set the glass of milk half drunk on the nightstand." and tuck themselves back into bed. And then, uh, I don't know if it's possible to fist bump a pony whenever you're a stack of counting rings, but we do a little like, like fist bump each other.
2: You know,
3: they have a, they like hit the top of your, your counting stick with a, with their hoof.
2: Yep. Yeah. It's uh,
3: close to a fist bump.
2: All right
3: excellent so what uh what does the magnificent visto encounter?
1: yeah, meanwhile, under the Christmas tree there's the the presents all wrapped in gift wrap um a sense of calm and quiet the the crackling fire is dying down, but as the crackling fire dies down, there's also like a crackle up sort of a a hey. and like. Noise. and then even though the fire is going down, the room's getting warmer and then a package figs, and the, the ribbons burst and the wrapping paper ignites and you hear smash bot inferno. <laughs> I love it.
2: It
1: like comes rolling out on its gears. Flame jetting out of one hand, the the inescapable claw grip ripping off ribbons.
3: I understand why this is on the dangerous toy recall list in eleven countries.
1: Indeed. Smashbot Inferno sees you as a a clear threat. Um you are, are a magnificent Fisto from the Sergeant uh, McFisto line. Sergeant Zucker McFisto line, excuse me. Honestly, Smash Inferno is is last year's toy. They've kind of fallen out of fashion, and they know it. And Sergeant Sokka McFisto is the the line of toys this year. So they got a thing to prove, and uh,
2: hear how they're going to prove it.
3: Yeah. I
2: think what I'm going to try and do is
3: uh find a way to like try and get around like behind Smashbot Inferno and see if I can like find a power switch nice. that I can use my accordion arm to like try and punch just something to power it down uh, yeah. before uh, it destroys. Like there is no way, even if I was one of the fighter models, uh, of the Saka mcfisto line, I don't think that I can take on this this monster, so my only hope is to turn it off. Nice.
1: So which skill are you using?
3: Uh, I think that's pugilism. Uh, I'm trying to punch something at a distance.
1: Interesting. Alright. Are you using a feature, too, or no?
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel like I have... If I get within... Uh, close distance of this thing, uh, I am absolutely going to get, uh, burnt, smashed. And, uh, claw gripped. So I, I feel like I need to do this from a distance. Uh, so I'm going to use my stretching arm, my, my accordion arm. Yeah, okay. all right.
2: Oh,
1: light die, dark die, doubles bargains. Um you two are trailed by a pony, right?
2: I am I am being trailed by a pony.
1: I forgotten that we name your pony, I'm sorry.
3: Yes, sparkle magic, I think.
1: Oh sparkle magic, thank I didn't write it down. Um yes, sparkle magic. Alright, what's my devil's bargain here? Um I don't know if this is Devil Sparking, but I really want Sparkle Magic to be, like, bleeding out. Conflict is not the way. Conflict is not how we resolve problems in Sparkle Magic Pony World. Um,
3: yeah, I mean, I feel like that's just happening.
1: Yeah. Uh ooh, hang on, wait. I may have something better.
0: Oh, I don't know if this is better.
1: Um... Rougher to roleplay, maybe, but Sparkle Magic is wearing your cape and top hat. Too fair to reject it.
0: Interesting.
3: Yeah, I like that. We'll see where that takes us. Hmm. I'm um, four high on the
2: light die. Do I want to add another dark die? Yeah, go big or go home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I am up to five light.
3: Uh, yeah, just gonna keep going. I have I have a ruin to play with. All right, got a five on the dark die, so my ruin goes up. All right, and I get a mixed success. So what is my complication?
1: Yeah. Um. My first idea might not be my best, but it's that your distorted structural arm is on fire.
2: I mean, I like that.
1: You already hit a condition of slimy fist, though. Um,
3: and that would certainly explain why I my fist so easily caught on fire.
1: they're made out of kerosene
3: (laughs) Uh, you know there's probably some kind of chemicals in whatever that slime is that uh, are combustible I
1: kind of like it combustible chemical fist
3: Uh, so I'm going to change slimy fist to uh, on fire fist nice Um, but yeah I think that like I managed to shoot the fist out uh, towards the power button And, uh, Smashbot Inferno's head turns 180 degrees, uh, and, like, its arm reaches back and tries to, like, shoot fire at my hand, uh, and the hand goes up in flames immediately because of whatever this weird chemical slime is, uh, but it, my fist still connects with the power button, and so we hear, what do we think his power down message is? Oh man. Like I feel like he has to say something as he's powering down.
1: Yeah. Inferno no. Um, climate change is bad.
3: <laughs> Global warming is real. <laughs>
1: That's actually great.
3: Uh as his fire sputters out.
1: That that somebody coded that into the toy before they released it.
3: Yeah. Uh, and just, like, his limbs go slack, and his head kind of tilts backwards. Yeah. Which, you know, if if the Magnificent Fisto gets picked, that means that he's probably not going to have a great life here, because, like, he hasn't defeated Smashbot. Uh, he's just powered him down for the time <laughs> being. But that is uh, a problem for another day.
1: All right, making a note, SmashBot may come back.
0: Thank you to Brian for such an awesome game and for joining me to play it. And thank you to you for listening. Our theme song is Everybody Knows My Name by Harley Poe. Thank you to Joe Whiteford for letting us use it. Join us on March 1st for the conclusion of Pick Me with Brian Sago. Until then, remember that you are strong. You are beautiful. And you are not alone.